This week's episode is brought to you by award shows, the most self-indulgent, egotistical ritual there is. And yet, we're going to do it anyway. Award shows. Welcome to the Nexuses. Opposite ends of the country, except not really live, because we're recording this two days before. It's Nexus at Night! I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. And today we're doing, like, an award show. Kind of. Why? <laughs> I don't Who know. Who cares? Well, so, <laughs> I was complaining about this, or you were complaining about that. We were both complaining about this, that nothing is happening at all in uh, the world of Vanguard, because there are no reveals recently Oh wait, well, there are. Finally. <laughs> finally. So finally Bushi does something. Yeah, so Bushiroad released a six month plan, uh, which we will talk about and then we will also have an award show for various categories in Vanguard that we think are interesting or fuck it. We don't care. We or do funny. what we want. Or funny. Yeah, exactly. So uh l- let's just get into the six month reveal first. So uh, the first big announcement was that uh, Vanguard G Next ends October 1st, and they also announced the next series, Vanguard G Zeta. Um, so I guess it's going to be the same characters? Yeah, I, I would imagine so. We are still, we're still seeing stuff like Angel Feather, um, Kagura, or Angel Feather, Gold Paladin, and due to seeing stuff like Tachikaze and Murakumo, I assume the Shin Nippon will be back. Yeah, so, so it's just it's gonna be the same people. They're just moving on to the next like set of events. Like next was just the under twenty, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just gonna move on. And they 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 set up the the neo nippon thing like a season before, so they can keep that going. Um, but we're it, gonna deal with Tayo for another fucking season, so I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not excited about that. I'm cool with Tayo. He, he's interesting, kind of a dork, but he's interesting. He is not just kind of a dork. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, they also announced what's in GBT-13. So in the uh, the clans announced are Angel Feather, Spike Brothers, Aqua Force, Gold Paladin, Murakumo, Kairo, and Tachikaze, which means, like we said, Neo Nippon's coming back, and Kai is coming back, I'm guessing, uh, because as the last we heard of them, they're going to chase after Noah. Um, right. Yeah, and then uh, Noah, who plays Link Joker, will also be getting a another Messiah trial deck and uh, a Link Joker clan booster. So, well, Ibuki's getting the trial deck. Okay, but I'm I mean like just it's more Link Joker support, and it's not just uh, you know Messiah or Chaos. There's the leader stuff in there too, and Glenn. Yeah, but nobody so. cares about the leaders. Like the leaders are like the leaders will probably still be awful. The leaders is usually played by, like, that guy at your locals who's like, they're better than you think they are, man. And like, Oh, man, I hate those people. And then they get about two rounds in and then scrub out. <laughs> or, and then leave. And you're like, where'd that guy go? He yeah. just left. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm excited cool. for uh, more Tachikaze stuff just because I want a comeback stride. I need, I need like, a Wailing Pavis or something. Oh, yeah. Tachi's in desperate need of that. Of that. Yeah. Um, Aqua Force is pretty nice. Um, I'm sure you're happy about the Murakumo stuff. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Angel Fe- I'm, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. So, I'm normally the exact opposite of optimistic because I don't trust Bushiroad. Yeah. 
But if you look at uh, GBT-12 support that they're showing now, I think that Bushiroad has kind of almost figured out how to design cards properly. Almost. They're getting there. Like, they're, they're no longer putting cards that just do a thing. Like, it only took them um, Ripples and Seven Runner twice to figure out that they can't just print a bunch of cards that say GB1 on them and expect, like, those cards to do always do something. So they're starting to print more cards that have effects both pre-GB and post-GB. Yeah. Like, they're willing to accept that cards with only GB skills are generally not good yeah. or have, like, a very big weakness. And so they finally figured out that they should do stuff at every point in the game. That's fair. Um, I'm sure Living Proof is going to be super happy about the Spike Brothers thing um, that they they got support. When did Nine come out? Like Christmas, November, uh, last December, yeah. Okay, so that's coming out eh, roughly a year later. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, they also announced a Zoo Nation booster, which. Uh, of the the three clans in there, one of them needs it really bad. One of them could do with some more stuff, and the third one, they're fine. <laughs> I don't know. I think all the clans in Zoo need need a lot of stuff. Mega Colony like, for sure. Mega Colony Meg, needs. Well, Mega Colony just needs to leave the game. Yeah. But I mean, Mega Colony needs, needs a complete redesign. Like yeah. their mechanic or like their gimmicks will, as it's as it's formed now, will just always be worse than Link Joker. Yeah, I think what they need to do is, because they're a criminal organization, supposedly, I think they, they already have the keyword dark device. What I think they should do is steal other mechanics from other clans. So dark device, I can, you know, bind stuff. Dark device, I can timely. Maybe not that bad. But, like, just something mm-hmm. where it's co-opting another clan, and that would actually make sense within the aesthetic of everything. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. the the in general the limitation type of keyword like dark device or wave or that kind of thing are kind of a pain in the butt. But like if you do crazy shit with it, then what does it matter? Right. Um, like I want to see success have a retire skill. Success twenty k kill something that would be great. Um, on I would run that. That'd be I don't know. That'd be very fun. Like, Neonectar's problem is it needs stuff to do pre-GB, like, yeah. you know, every, everything else. And, like, Meg Connelly's problem is it needs basically everything. Yeah. And then Great Nature, just, again, the same, similar problem. They need just, they need stuff that, they need stuff that does things at multiple periods of time, not just once. Or, like, not, like, a lot of the Great Nature decks just either have one thing or they have, like, like, you either have a really good early game or you have a really good late game. Yeah. And, like, things just fall off, like, otherwise. Yeah. They're either jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, or just jack-of-one-trade and suck at everything else. Um, Angel Feather, I think... They need some, they need some like, ref- deck refresh or something. Um, yeah, they need a first stride that's not terrible. They need but, rear guards that do things pre-GB, like, badly. Yeah. Like... Angel Feather is a deck that can't afford to just call rear guards, yeah, because they they need them really badly. And then if you do, like you just lose them, and then you're just like, well, I'm I have nothing to do. So the be- really like you're playing a deck where the best thing is ride attack, ride attack, ride attack for the first three turns of the game, which is awful. Yeah, you just cannot do that this day and age. 
Yeah. Um, Kagero, I'm guessing, is just going to be more Aquafor, or more Overlord stuff. Vaguely sounds similar. Um, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I, I think they'll throw like a Blade Master card in there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a Blade Master GR. That's cool. I'm all right with that. Um, the 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 Blaze stuff looks pretty solid in eleven. I'm not sure how it's doing competitively. Uh, it, it's it's people are playing it a lot. Oh, like a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, good. Is it yeah. doing stuff, or is that just like a sheer number? No, like... it's, it's I, I I don't know, but it's topping a fair bit. So okay, good. All right, that's that's nice. Murakumo, motherfucker, you guys need a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Murakumo needs a first stride that doesn't depend like. So, the way it is now, uh, a lot of Murakumo players just play Rune Star for like first stride shenanigans. Yeah. So basically, you can use Kagamajishi, the Fire's Collection stride, and Rune Star to like get us get like three rearguard attacks on first stride with like very little commitment. But the issue is, you can not draw Rune Star, you can not have enough Rune Stars, and then you have nothing to do on first stride like everybody else. What about the Goma? Goma first stride, your opponent just takes a bunch of shit, and you're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. So I'm not terribly excited. Um, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the what's-his-face from the show has to do something. Right? I hope so. He's um, playing Yasuya, so it's going to be... It should be supportive majorly that. Yeah. I just... For the love of fucking Zeus or somebody... Don't print shit like dueling dragons, or like we. You know, if you want to print a couple of Magazu cards, I don't even care anymore at this point. Uh, don't print dueling dragons. Uh, don't print more Hyaki stuff. Just print fucking good Yasui cards. Uh, I don't so know. that it can stop being like, is Hyaki better? No, you uh, just you just want Yasui to be better. I was gonna say if there's anything that, that like is on the line of being decent, it's the Hyaki. Get you know five attacks for free, but Weird. decks that can play twelve crits are just better than decks I can't. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spike Brothers, what the hell do they need? Uh, the the crazy eight stuff Advantage. is topping. Advantage, sure, but like That's actually the major the the major reason why uh, Spike Brothers decks typically lose. Yeah. I mean, I mean minus the same bullshit that other decks lose, but you need they they don't have a way to gain advantage. Yeah, th- that's true. Every know. single Spike Brothers card finds a way to be a minus. <laughs> that needs to be a shirt. <laughs> Always finding ways to minus Spike Brothers. Um, I mean, I think Spike Brothers is in a really good position. It's just yeah. uh, they need some ways to gain advantage. And again, you know, some stuff to do pre-GB. A lot of your cards are restricted. Like you're, If they have a Rising that's like effectively the same but has the charge mechanic shoved on it, it's like the deck would also be a lot better. Uh, yeah, but then you you get like a night rose type thing where they they just kind of shoehorned hollow on the night rose. Yeah, but um, how do I say? You, the deck as it stands has to play four mecha trainer and still fit like a bunch of charge units in it. True. So being able to just also play a um a major grade three with the charge skill is like a big game. Oh, so it has like a dual purpose to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it also works with Frog Raider. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Gold Paladin. I'd probably have to ask Richard for the 
They need to not play stands. That's what they need. Which I think would be more well accomplished with a better counter charge engine because that's basically what you run the stand for. And they also have the problem is none of their cards do anything pre GB. Yeah, I mean, you got like this 9k that like on hit you can counter blast Shovin Soul, check out the recall something. But you don't like, want to play that card. Yeah. You don't want to play that card at all. Like a- after, um, once, once you get to grade three, it doesn't matter anymore. Like there's no pressure to it. Like you, like you want to play, like if you were going to play that card, you'd want to play four so you have a high chance to draw it early, but then you're playing four. Yeah. I mean, your only other pre GV stuff that does anything, quote unquote, is Paramore and Canarius, and that's just power. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, like, 9 to 11 against your opponent's grade 2 is not a big game. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. I'm sure uh, Richard wants some more high beasts so he can do that Garmore solitaire deck he's got going on. But That deck is quite the meme. It. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the new video, but he went, like, crazy with the editing. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He actually um, found the four coels. Man, that's impressive. Yeah, he found the four coels. He uh, he had like songs from the show in the background instead of just them talking. He had you know sound effects and everything went crazy. Um, see, I think best case for this Link Joker booster that's supposed to be in October in Japan. Yeah, is that there's lots of Messiah stuff. Yeah. Lots of chaos stuff, yeah. and only a few cards for Glendios and Deleters. You don't. You, I think that's how. Like, and the with the way that it's named is that's what it seems like it's going to be. Yeah, because it's called like Chaos and Salvation or something. Mm-hmm. So Salvation, of course, being Messiah and Chaos being well, especially because you have two characters playing those two archetypes. Right, and so. and, the, and their units represent like opposite things, right? Like, yeah. So, is neat. Just uh, you need less stuff. deleter stuff and more everything else. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the art looks pretty cool of whatever mm. that Messiah is on the TD. Um, lastly, they also announced uh, promo strides of Harry and Night Rose, which we don't know what their full names are yet, and we don't know what their effects are. All right, but, now correct me if I'm wrong. Is Harry grown up in this? I mean, he—I know he's already like thirty, and he looks like a little kid. Yeah, but he's actually like a full human being in this picture. I think he actually hit puberty. Good for him. Um, it only took being thirty-two. Yeah, I gotta say, like this better be a good first stride because I somebody went, but Pale Moon already has a good first stride. I'm like an on-hit and uh, what's her name, Fernival uh, don't count. <laughs> Pelmoon's strides, other than Harry, are all pretty whatever. Yeah. I mean, Mephisto's good once you flipped over a bunch of shit. Yeah. Or, like, you know, even if you flipped over, like, two things, he's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, it's pretty whatever. I think uh, what Pelmoon... So, our friend James had this very interesting idea that he thinks that Pelmoon needs to go in a different direction because there's obviously going to be comparisons between them and Night Rose because you put things in a place call things out of a place, and then they go back to that place at the end of the turn, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, Night Rose kind of turned into multi-attacks. That's how it turned out. Uh, Pale Moon's way to get multi-attacks doesn't really work because when you call over stuff, it goes to drop zone, which you can't immediately access again. So e- either what he thinks should happen is 
Pale Moon should focus more on just like the card advantage of I can shit out a field or and draw cards and just hang out for a while. Whereas mm-hmm. Night Rose can do the multi-attack thing. I think that would help differentiate them. And then you would also need some kind of deck refresh for that to really be sustainable, but one step at a time. Um, I'd be okay with it, but either way, this Harry Stripe better be good, because the black deck box has been sitting on my nightstand for months now without any real chance of being used. um, Or updated. Yeah, because like... and maybe after, and maybe Messiah, maybe Pale Moon, maybe this card will just, you know, be really good, really busted. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Messiahs will be playable after they get their shit. Who knows? I mean, Messiahs are playable. It's just everything. Mm, nah. I think Messiahs are really bad. Why do you think that? Um, because your opponent, you once you flip over that fucking starter, people just throw their hand down and attack you, and then you ride Freeze Ray at, like, five damage. Yeah. And, Freeze Ray does not work at five damage. I I played a guy at a locals this week with Tachikaze. He flipped over um, Neon Messiah. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Luckily, I I drew into a hand of Tank Mammoth and Gator Tom, so that made the rushing part pretty easy. Um, I got him to four by the time he rode Freeze Ray. Pretty good. And you just go attack, rear, attack, rear, attack, van. Yeah. I, I got him... I. I had two triple drives in a row with no triggers, though, so he ended up killing me a couple turns later. But rip, you know, it started out pretty good. Um, yeah, you just cut a lot of the work that freeze ray can do by putting them at large at large amounts of damage. Damage, garage sale, garbage sale. All right. So the other reason we're here today is we're having an award show. Now, as most of the mantra of Nexus at Night implies, I. Uh, you know, at most award shows, people wear suits, ties. I'm guessing neither of us are wearing pants. I don't know. I'm I do not, have. I have shorts on. I'm not wearing pants. So see, shorts are comfy and easy to wear. Right. So. <laughs> nah, man. We, like for the most part, you don't know whether or not podcasters wear pants, and in this case, I am confirming that I am indeed not. So let's uh, let's get started on this uh, very ratchet award show. Special um, award show, you mean? Yeah. So, um, why, why don't we just take a category, go back and forth? Um, All right. If you disagree with the other person's category, you can argue with them for a bit. Who cares? It's our show. So, uh, starting off, my category is uh, best clan aesthetics. So, basically, what clan looks the coolest? I'm gonna go with uh, Tachikaze. It's dinosaurs with artillery. How can you not? I mean, <laughs> Tachikaze is pretty cool. Uh, was but, it uh, backup or not backups? Honorable mentions include Gear Chronicle because steampunk, um, Aqua Force, and uh, Genesis because I'm a Norse mythology fan. So, wow, it's lack of dimension police. Lack I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I just don't like uh gundams that much so that's fine it's an opinion-based category my dog even barked in agreement so is that that what that was yes thanks we call the dog whisper yeah (laughs) all right your turn so uh 
the uh, the best worst card. What does that even mean? All right, so you have these cards that are like really bad, right? But there there needs to be a best one, or people people think the cards are really bad, and there has to be a best one. Does that make sense? Okay, so cards that people think are bad but are actually good. Or is it the other way around? So cards th- people think are good, but so are best bad. worst card is the best of the worst. Okay, so the shittiest card, the 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 least shitty card, but is shitty. Is there like a line for that, or <laughs> between what goes from like least shitty well, to worst best? You know when you talk to people, how people are always like, "Oh, this card sucks. This card's good." Like no one ever like people never go in the middle. Ever. I, I have a headache. No, um, it's, it's, it's not that complicated. Okay, whatever. Just on with it. Well, the best worst card. Yeah. Yeah. There's no drum roll or anything. This is not very uh, exciting. Well, now I'm arguing with myself. Now you're arguing with yourself. Yeah. You know, in most award shows, people write it on, on like a piece of paper in an envelope so that we don't have I did. problems. All right. So, so I'm just going to do worst to best card because <laughs> then I can decide. Okay. So worst to best, worst to best card is the, uh, the, the worst card that people think is good. Okay. And there's only, only one answer for this, and it's Drag Driver Lord. Do people actually think it's good? Because I think yes. I hear more people say that they hear about people like this, but I've never actually met a person. And yet you still see people posting lists with Drag Driver in it. I mean, most of the time you see the person go, well, you know, I know it's kind of shit, but, uh, you know, it's for if you have an empty field, which, again, that is a good argument. Mm -hmm. But. But it's just like this, this card is this card should not be in the deck. I don't have any honorable mentions. I think this card is very clearly takes the cake. <laughs> I think what, what uh, makes it so frustrating is just that they routinely they have this character who routinely strides into this multiple times. Oh to, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ogma is kind of kind of kind of the same way, but I think more people know that Ogma is bad. Yeah, I think part of it is. Uh, you know, if he doesn't have Aurigeyser, or, you know, it's obvious he doesn't have Aurigeyser or all that stuff, you know, it's vaguely understandable, but still frustrating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's my turn then. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, most satisfying deck to beat. Um, Honestly, this is one of those things where it, you know, it's a personal preference of maybe you have like a deck that's annoying for you personally. No, I, no everything here is factual and objective. <laughs> where did I have so many people yelling <laughs> at us? Um, let's see. Most satisfying deck to beat in the eyes of Atlas Novak has definitely got to be Neo Nectar. <laughs> What? No, I'm kidding. Uh, the it's Gear Chronicle. Who could right, even argue? Fine. Gear Chronicle. It, like, honorable mention, Night Rose. Yes, honorable mention, Night Rose. But um, my, you know, it, it's everywhere. People are like, oh yeah, this is the same deck somebody made, but I'm gonna pretend it's mine. 
And oh, Man, that yeah. deck, Gear Chronicle's good, though. It's it hard is, to... It is good, yeah. I mean, when you beat that deck, you're like, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> I dodged several bullets made of steam and gears and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Your turn. So, uh, for, for worst, or for uh, best worst card, I'm going to go with uh, Blue Heart for, uh, for Grand Blue. Explain. The guy that's like call over stuff. Yeah, you counterblast one, call over two things. I, it just gets worse the more you read it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so this card's really funny because like it is a terrible card, right? But it has some pretty funny applications. Explain. Uh, Mick the ghosty exists. Oh, so you call it out? <laughs> call over mix. Yeah, I think another thing people like its intended purpose is like a lot of. You know, Grand Blue stuff, it's supposed to be like, oh, I call myself for free rested, or I, you know, I'm not a good card, and you want to use me as, like, fodder to pull something else out. Mm-hmm. So that that's what Blue Heart's for, but, like, it, you know. Oh, the card's still bad, but, uh... Yeah. It, it, it at least uh, can pretend to do something. Uh, apparently, people on, uh... For, I, I get a lot of stories from the Discord about people playing on Cardfight Area, yeah. and people just not using Blue Heart properly. Like, they keep calling to open circles with Blue Heart. Which it clearly says on the card you cannot do. Yeah. The, the the phrase, read the card, is like, if I had a nickel for every time I had that, I, I or every time I said that, I'd have like a Scrooge McDuck vault by now. Dude, right? Yeah. Um, I'd be swimming in nickels. I'd be swimming in nickels. I'd be, uh, you know, good news is I found a nickel. All right. Um, so, uh, next category, best restander. So... Uh, this can include cards that we know about that aren't out in English yet. And unfortunately, as much as I am a fan of Dogma, I gotta go with Ziegenberg, Mr. Goat I mean, Castle himself. So, free Restander. Yeah, so before I would have said Dogma because you get five drive checks and because of Gaia's stride still, it's a wash and you get more attacks out of the deal. Or more, depending on what sort of stuff you had on the field. But now Ziegenberg, that does not matter because motherfucker, it's free. So, or you know, if, if uh, you know, if you, if they have an empty field, and most of the time they will because it's Cardero. What's well, cool about Ziegenberg that like other clans don't have access to is that you can use this like three to four times a game, like if the game like goes your way. Yeah. Because you don't have to use the Soul Blast one Persona flip. Yeah. Well, that's so kind of cool. Use... That the Soul Blast Persona flip fuels the other still. Like. Yeah, and and that's yeah. what and that's kind of what I was uh, alluding to when I said that Bushiroad is kind of like figuring out how to design cards. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mention: Every Dimension Police Vanguard. <laughs> what was Laurel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention: Bread of Mouth also because. Uh, there are many combos you can pull off with that, including but not limited to putting Lair Tiger Jaeger in there to recoup your losses on it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, putting triggers into Soul with it and then putting those back in deck for the restant. Like, there's a lot of things you can do with it, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's it's not like Di has counterboss problems. They have the exact opposite of that. Yeah, we have too many. You you have a you have a recycling cat stand trigger and two grade twos that give you a, that like refund their call. Cost, soul charge, and refund their own counterblast cost. So, yep. who freaking cares? Um, your turn again. 
So next category is best keyword. Yeah. Honorable, honorable mention to uh, hollow. Hollow is a very flexible keyword. It's very easy. Always does what you want it to do. And it's just super free. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if you have. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. I would say Magia in the keyword itself, in terms of how it's been applied. No, not yeah. even close. Um, <laughs> Blaze, I guess. Blaze is pretty neat. Pretty easy Blaze to pull is like off. pretty much what Art, what Kagero already wants to be doing. So yeah, it's exactly. typically pretty free. A lot of these but, are uh, like redundant. Like Wave is redundant, which cool, fine. Um, well, Wave just yeah. kind of made things worse, also, but it made it easier right. to read. Yeah. But uh, the best keyword is definitely Time Leap, not remotely close. Yeah. Like Time Leap is just an absurd keyword, and the cards they have printed with it are all absurd. Like it, it, it is a mechanic that would probably that would be good in any clan you wanted to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm trying to think of like other keywords. No, still time leap. Okay. Um, definitely time leap. Time leap is by far the best keyword. Let's see. Uh, best early game. And this doesn't necessarily go to a clan. It will go to a deck. Um, so this number one with a bullet has to be the blaster engine. Uh, yeah. Early game is anything before striding. So that's, that's what we mean by that. Um, mm-hmm. Honorable mentions include uh, the ancient dragon engine and uh prisms uh i would give blue wave an honorable mention as well blue wave is a good one too um but yeah blaster engine no question your turn again um sorry somebody's talking to me yeah uh the uh god damn it the best promo. So there's a lot of like, and, and, and I, I want to, uh, how do I say, uh, restrict this category to things that were originally a promo. So can they start as a promo and be printed in a pack later? Yeah, like Purple okay. Trip Pieces counts, right? Okay. Or like uh, the Grade 2 Succubus for DI that's on play Soul Charge 1. Um, <laughs> this was also originally a promo. Succubus? Flirtatious, I think? Uh, it's... It, yeah. I don't remember the name. It's like alluring. It's I don't I don't remember the name of it. I, I know it's, what it's she's just, talking about where she's like kinda leaning forward with her boobs in your face and That's correct. Yeah. That's exactly okay. this card. Okay. Yeah. On play, Soul Charge One, that was it. That was it. Okay. Um But um honorable mention to A Gleam. Yeah. A Gleam is a great card. It's a very versatile G guard. It fix it can fix a lot of problems like pretty quickly. Uh yeah, I really like a gleam. But uh I th- and another honorable mention to Belog, uh, Belog the grade one for Kagro, that um, on guard, if the attack did not hit, GB1, uh, re- retire rested unit. Yeah. yeah. But I think the best promo is Altered Fate for Gear Chronicle. Altered Fate? It's the uh, Zodiac Time Beast stride that, that was given as a sneak peek with um, Try th- or Try 3. Oh, I forgot about that thing. The it's alternate like, stride cost, right? Yeah, as Counterblast 1 bind a Zodiac Time Beast from your hand to stride him. Yeah. And because he's a ZTB, you get Chrono Jet G's stride skill as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so being able to stride with, like, a random draw trigger is, like, pretty insane. Well, you can, and then this also fit in Chrono Fang or Glendios, assuming that you care. Glendios. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, it's not Glendios. Demiurge. Wrong, wrong giant thing that does shit that's supposed to win. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah that card's uh, nuts. Yeah. And then also, if you if you remember the uh, the Grand Fest episode from a few weeks ago, we had uh, you know Josh slash Axel on here who talked about his winning deck, and that was one of the big first stride thing, you know secret weapons he had around for that. Um, also, there's another honorable mention is um, Jewel Knight Sword Me. I forgot that was a promo. Who, yeah, who was uh who was much better at a, at a different time, but uh, no longer that way. Well, yeah, because Boucherode <laughs> did what they needed to do, and I still commend them for that because they didn't completely screw over Jewel Knights, so good for them. Um, let's see. Funnest non-competitive deck. So, I don't know what this means. Okay. What I mean by that is a deck that is not expected to top and, you know, just isn't really around, I guess, in the zeitgeist. It's a very loose term, but I got to go with uh, Chrono Fang. Is that weird? Yeah. Eh, it's fun. It's like, the, the, the problem is that Chrono Jet and all that stuff just does it better, so you're like, why this is not competitive by comparison. Mm-hmm. So Chrono Fang, ZTVs, etc., all right so i'm gonna i have this joke category it's the cutest card how is that a joke category i mean like it's a joke because the the answer is very obvious no i i just argue that the whole show is a joke you're a joke alice thanks okay cutest card (laughs) honorable mention the pr ceo amatross from bt13 chibaf that's like <laughs> yeah. that is definitely the honorable the, my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the winner is Screaming Banshee from a uh, Character Booster Three Rummy Labyrinth. Oh no! Okay, it, weren't you trying just... to collect every copy of this ever made? No, no, I'm only trying to collect fifty. <laughs> I'm almost there. Don't worry. How close are you? Oh, I need only need like ten. Oh wow, that's pretty good. All right, so screaming banshee. Screaming banshee is by far the cutest card in the game. Explain. All right, so you have this banshee, right? Yeah. And she's just wandering around. There's a little ghost that pops out and scares her. Remember, it's a banshee being scared by a ghost. Yeah. And then she screams, but she's a banshee, so the ghost dies again. How this is, is just great. This is a great that, story. How is that even possible? Like, do they just it doesn't matter? Do they, when do they come back as another ghost? Like, are you a ghost to ghost? No, man. It was Mick. It got banned. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I, I was know. I always wondered how come there are no like modern ghosts. Whenever people talk about it, it's always like some girl from like the Victorian era who's like, I I miss my governess or whatever. Like, can't there just be some dude? Who like fell down a well in 1992, and like you know, on some nights you can hear his chain wallet jingling in the hallway or something. (laughs) Chain wallets? People still have this? I guess they did in 92. In the 90s, they did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I forgot those existed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, most frustrating deck to lose to. Uh, Gear Chronicle again. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's much more frustrating to lose to uh, some random guy's meme deck because you have to GSS like two t- two times. Okay, okay. So I, I was talking about like 
Oh, like actual decks? Yeah, like like actual decks. That's that's a fluctuation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, honorable honorable mentions include anything Link Joker and Night Rose. <laughs> so good. I mean, well, Link Joker maybe not, but I think uh, Galendios is pretty annoying to lose to. But you know, whatever. Well, it's it's not so much like the oh, it's the deck itself. It's just it's slow. It is yeah. so slow. It is. Every, well, as, it's slow when you're losing, right? Yeah. Well, it's not even that. Like, even like if you didn't get a good rush off on freeze ray, you're like, oh god, I'm you know, you're. It's like walking through pudding, you know. Um, if you try not to give him anything. Okay. Your turn again. So ugliest card. Yeah. And this is this is not a joke. Uh, Adelaide is the ugliest card in the game, and no one should ever put this card in their deck. And if you do, I will. Uh, you are you are thought less of. You're not even a real person, actually, if you put it in your deck. Actually, what's great though is they made a skill heal for Spike, so people can't like people don't even have an excuse to play it anymore. Well, especially because Linus looks fucking awesome. Like, yeah, but looking. yeah, yeah. I just want to let people know it's completely not acceptable to put this card in your deck at any point. Yeah, and I I, I guarantee you that uh, Gabe is going to yell at me for this. So thanks. Who gives a shit? I don't know. He, he's got a, he's got a very annoying voice, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, he doesn't listen anyway, so it's fine. Um, let's see, best guard restrict. Okay, now I just want to go out of go out of my way to say that um, I am. Re- this is restricted to strides only, so things like Silent Tom, Gator Tom, you know, the original Chrono Jet on the restand from Next Stage, etc., are not in the running for this. So this is just for strides. Um, oh, okay. And I gotta go with. Oh, this is okay it, for me. It's a tie. No, fuck it. Gilderai. Gilderai wins. <laughs> um, you know, honorable mentions include Wailing Thavis, uh, the Sharhot Stride, stuff like that. But honorable mention to Stillwater. However good that's gonna be. Ooh, because that has a really sweet guard restrict. I forgot about Stillwater. I was not thinking about Stillwater. That actually—we don't actually be... know how good it is. So yeah, so that's why it's fair to hold off. Yeah, well, we'll have an addendum after we inevitably run into Root Beer again or whomever else plays OTT that uh, will make us sad. So yeah, Gilder Eye. It's got a crit. It's got the guard restricts, and uh, you know, even gain some power to boot. It gains some power to boot, and you have uh, Enigmatic Assassin, which makes that even better. So it, it's all just this perfect. Uh, soup of fuck you. <laughs> so another one is um, biggest eye roll starter. What does that mean? All right, so you know how when your opponent like flips up their starter, you're just like, Ugh. okay. Why do I have to play against this right now? Yeah. So like, an honorable mention might be like World Line. Yeah. It's like Chrono, I don't want to deal with this. Chronodron, Grenache, both get getting... yeah. Chronodron, Grenache. You know these starters were just like oh, I don't want to deal with this. Back in the day, Night Runner. Uh, oh yeah, like Gina, Night Runner. Gina. Uh, uh, Gina's the new starter. Was the new starter for Seven Runner when they couldn't play a starting Vanguard. Oh okay. And if you want to go back a bit, TikTok Worker. You know these, these kinds yeah. of like just where you know like or or Taro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these people just you're playing just like, like son of a bitch, cheesy ass you know? decks, and you're like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah. But uh, I think of everything, I just hate carbon. Yeah. Car- I hate carbon the most. Yeah. Like with um, 
what's it called? If you see like Neon Messiah World Line, it's somehow less terrible because there's well, more ways have to it, play like, around it. Yeah. It's just the locks are a bit slower coming out of coming out of freeze ray. Yeah. But you know, with world line it's just like I'm gonna lock you once I get to gate three, so deal with it. Uh, and then Chaos, they're either gonna like, oh you're gonna stay on two, and then I'm just gonna lock you with my grade three still. So suck it. Chaos is even more annoying now that they have the GB eight. Yeah. Because yeah. now they have something to work towards. Before it was just this vague like keep their field locked, I guess. And then now it's this GB eight, so Resanders are still good against Link Tracker, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. The biggest fall from Grace. And what we mean by that is within the space of a year, any clan that went from being really good to just kind of shit. Um, and that's got to go to Kagero because they went from like BTO1 being one of the first clans to get stride support and being fairly decent to uh, you have Denial Griffin and what else? what i thought like yeah you know but there was not there was nothing else really to do anything um luckily with gbt 11 that's going the other direction finally but you know took them took them long enough yeah cargo just kind of uh jumps back and forth yeah i think dragon empire in general is a very uh tumultuous sure tumultuous clan or nation, sorry. Um, all right, and your last category. So uh, I believe it's most improved clan. Is and is this just like in the space of a year, like with the biggest fall? Yeah, race, like or? so since last uh, August or so, right? Like, okay, which so, was Tech Booster Two, right? Yes, I believe it's. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's Tech Booster Two. Yeah. Um, I. So I think honorable mention to Shadow Paladin. Yeah, I think Shadow Paladin gained had a lot of gains there because they kind of fell off at when G Guards came out last May. Yeah, or not last May, the May before last. Yeah, and they, like Abyss kind of got got killed, and they didn't really have much going on. And they got a bunch of Luard support, you know, entering December. Um, then they and then they got Belial and got their that you know way yeah of doing stuff. So good on them, I guess. But I think um, by far. Uh, Night Rose, or Grand Blue, Grand Blue, yeah. Because once GBT eight hit, I think that was um what, like September. Yeah, you got, like GBT GBT eight was nuts. Yeah, you got Gauche in that set. You got. Do we need to mention anything else? That card's that card's insane. Yeah, Negro Lily, Negro. Uh, these, these absurd cards. Yeah, and I, I and I believe I have the date right. I hope I'm not like um, making myself stupid. Absolute judgments. You know, if we were better podcasters, we'd like look up dates and shit beforehand. <laughs> but it was it was October. We're good. Yeah, October seventh, twenty sixteen. I I I knew it was after August. So. Yeah, well, Japan died in August, but whatever. Yeah, that, that's that was okay. that's what was confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's good, and uh, now they just haven't left, and they're around. In oh yeah, that's annoying. Um. All right, and then the last category is uh coolest vanguard youtuber now we just want to say that we don't mean to disparage anybody who didn't get the win on this and we're not going to nominate ourselves because let's be honest we're dicks um that's what makes us great yeah i mean uh 
I got to go with uh, Living Proof on this. Um, well, Living Proof does good work. Yeah, he does good work. And, like, he, he has so few subscribers for the amount of, you know, effort he puts into his videos. He's incredibly nice, incredibly fun to work with. And, uh, you know, he, he has his niche, and he st- like, and he just – there's nobody – who's giving him shit for it. Like he's the Spike Brothers guy and that's, he does his job well. And he, you know, he, yeah, he, no, no, I, I think for sure. Living proof is probably does the, the most testing with Spike Brothers. He, he constantly is like updating deck lists and like, you know, testing, test, testing stuff out. And you can get a lot of information uh, from his channel, from talking to him in his discord, and yeah, living proof's great. Honorable mentions include Different Fight, who is also an incredibly nice person. And uh, honestly, his uh, how to play videos inspired me to uh, write sketches for Nexus Core, which turned into the Pocket series, among other stuff. Um, and you know, he, he helped us out when we were in our early stages. Also, Commander Jaime, who. Uh, was incredibly nice in, pro- uh, in approaching us and helped us with both the Grand Blue and Aquaforce clan analyses, and he's definitely coming back. So uh, just hooray to Laven Proof for the win, but thank you, everybody who has, you know, talked to us at Nexus Core and has been on the, you know, podcast and all that other good stuff. So hooray. Oh, yeah, I would, I would like to see more people, like, pick up clans, like, in the way Living Proof has done and, like, do extensive testing and... And actually have, like, like what, what I like most about Proof is when he, like, defends decisions, he actually has, like, reasonable data and, and testing to, and, like, even, like, from a theoretical and, like, practical perspective, he has arguments to, like, backup cards and stuff. Yeah. Plus which he, I think a lot of people just don't have. They're like, oh, I just like this card. And I'm like, that's not a reason to play it. Yeah, plus, plus he puts his money where his mouth is. With the, it's true. He I, does have the SPs. I, I didn't even mean that. I meant, like... I will let's let's play it out and see who has the you know better theories oh, yeah. or whatever you know. Oh, I love grudge matches. Oh, oh those those are the best. Like, oh, is shit going down out in the schoolyard? Let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's pretty much the the whole award show that we came up with. Um, thank freaking God, uh, we we have some things to talk about in the coming weeks because. This oh, we have just, a lot of stuff to talk about coming up. It's great. Th- th- this has been like just a drought of content, and thank you, all you guys, for sticking with us. Uh, we also have, um, let's see, we have three clan analyses left. So Dark Irregulars, Nubatama, and uh, Gear Chronicle have not been talked about yet. So within the next month, month and a half, two months... Uh, you're going to see the rest of those. Uh, we're going to have some cool people on for that. Um, and are we getting close to another tournament season soon? I hope to God. Yeah. Thank God. All right, cool. Because uh, <laughs> I was I was starting to get exhausted. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for future Nexus at Night episodes. Also, I'm going to shamelessly plug myself here. I was on a different podcast with some comedian friends of mine shut up called goods from the woods uh where we talked about just trading cards in general so i talked about vanguard a little bit but we also mentioned magic and uh 
Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and even weird stuff like the Garbage Pail Kids. And uh, I highly recommend you guys check it out. Good, Goods from the Woods, uh, The Goods Pod on Twitter, thegoodspod.com. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Matt, I mentioned some magic stuff that I'm pretty sure I got wrong. Can you, like, listen to it and <laughs> tell me if I got shit wrong? Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept mentioning the Lord of the Pit and Hunted Wumpus, and I was like, bullshit. Oh, Hunted Wumpus is a card, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Goods from the Woods, go check them out. They're good friends of mine. And uh, you can follow us at Nexus at Night, at Atlas Novak, or follow Matt uh, at Wiggums, so who's what? Who's these? Who's the who's these? Uh, two G's, two Z's. Two Z's. Oh, two Z's. oh, yeah, yeah. So two G's. Yeah, I thought that part was obvious. No, okay. Well, I mean, not everyone's watched The Simpsons or whatever. Are um, you sure? I mean, I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up. I didn't really discover it until like high school. Fucking Santa Monica, I swear. I know, right? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, fun fun story of the week. Um, I currently have my driver's license suspended for reasons I'll get into in later weeks, maybe. But no, it is not a DUI. I uh, so I've been having to take the train everywhere here in LA, and I was taking the train from Union Station back to Santa Monica, and I'm standing in uh, the Seventh Street station in front of the blue track, you know, track two with a Starbucks cup in my hand, and a security guard comes up to me and goes. Hey, are you uh, heading to Santa Monica? And I go, yeah. He goes, thought so. Uh, you're looking for track one over there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just the thought so. If it was like. He didn't need to say that, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed our little award show. If you want to hear more, uh, we, we'd be happy to do more award shows for different categories and. Maybe we'll do it like once every six months or something. I don't know. Tweet at us. Talk to us. But until next time, I was Atlas. And I'm Matt. And have a good night, everyone. I'd like to take this time to thank all listeners that happen to come across this podcast. Uh, be sure to rate and like us on iTunes and to, you know, suggest this to your friends. I'd also like to thank Lil Elephant, the Oakland-based band that supplied our intro and outro music. Uh, you can find them at lilelefunk.com, so L-I-L-E-L-E-P-H-U-N-K. You can also tweet us at VGNexusCorp, so V-G-N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Or you can tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N is in Nancy, O-V is in Victor, A-C-K. Have a good night, everyone.